0: Please stick around to the end of the show, and we will share how you can be our next guest in 15 to 20 minutes or so. In the meantime, let's go. Okay, welcome everybody to the Brand Forward Leadership Podcast. I'm Jerry Foster, the big branding guy, also known as the branding evangelist, and oh my goodness, I am connected with someone from the great city of Austin, Texas, but I would But what I just found out is that she's also from Michigan like myself. So whenever I come across anyone who's from the Midwest, especially grew up in Michigan, then that puts them in a very special slot in my heart and in my mind. So welcome to the show. Brooke Dukes, how are you, Brooke?
1: Wonderful. Thanks for having me.
0: Oh, absolutely. Now, if you don't mind, please tell our audience exactly what your company does.
1: So we work with executives and small businesses. So anything from executive presence, leadership development, sales development and training, communication influence. So primarily our client base is C-suite executives or leaders, entrepreneurs, business owners, and small to mid-sized businesses.
0: Wow, wow. So what's your sweet spot? What exactly is that area that brings out the best in Brooke?
1: I would say right
0: there. Yeah, go ahead.
1: when people are at a crossroads, right? So they've reached a particular level of expertise and they are like, okay, I thought I would feel a certain way. I thought I would be happier. I thought, right. And, but they're not sure what to do about it. Mm. I feel like that piece of it, whether it's, you know, they're an executive trying to get into C-suite, but they've been passed over, whether it's been, okay, I'm living. what I thought, I'm already in C-suite and I'm just feeling unfulfilled. Mm. So that's where we really shine. We have executive one-to-one coaching. We have group mastermind things. That's really helping people to understand what do you love, Mm. right? All your experience. How do you package that in a way Mm. that one, the world wants and will pay
0: for? So this is fascinating because... When I think about the corporate world, which I lived in myself for over a decade, I can, I mean, I wasn't a C level executive. However, I'm very familiar with a lot of what they go through. And I mean, you think about today's environment, the pressure has got to be even more so than, say, 20 years ago, right? I mean, what's been the shift? What's happening in corporate America now where It seems like the old days of, oh, you know, nose to the grindstone and 20, 30 years, you can retire in a golden parachute. You'll be taken care of. It's not like that anymore. Right, Brooke?
1: Well, and was it ever really like that, right? Because I think what people are finding is I was told that that was going to happen. I was going to work hard. And if I sacrificed now, right, if I sacrificed my health, my family, relationships, then later that pot of gold would be there. And they're recognizing that, where is it? Like, I, I worked so hard. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's, that's the big shift, is it? And there's been many studies done that five years after retirement, people die. Mm-hmm. Right? Because they, they don't have a purpose anymore. Mm-hmm. Like it kept them going. So I feel like it's just awareness. People are, they're looking at, you know what? I want to live a different life. I feel like I can have it all. Mm. I can be a leader. I can have a relationship. I can be happy and fulfilled now. I can enjoy the journey. I don't need to wait until I'm older or later. You know, that whole success gives you happiness. We're really flipping that. Happiness makes you successful.
0: So you're able to go in there, if I'm, if I'm reading you correctly, and you can work hands on with these C-suite executives and you can show them how to have a greater sense of joy and fulfillment in their current positions, correct?
1: Absolutely. I've done it for over 21 years. Um, I have probably over 40,000 hours in psychology, behavioral science, human transformation. Uh-huh. So whether you're working with them specifically on their own personal or their team, their organization, I mean, that that's what we do.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So how do you help them? I mean, what's your... What's your secret sauce? Because as you know, Brooke, this is a branding podcast. So this is all about what makes your brand stand out, get noticed, and be remembered and unique from all the rest in the crowd. And I don't need to tell you this because after 40 years of experience, you know how the corporate arena is as well as the entrepreneurial field. There's a whole lot of folk out there who say they do the same thing that you do or something similar to it in terms of going into companies and helping them be more productive and more fulfilled and all of that. What sets you apart? What differentiates you from the rest of the crowd?
1: Well, I think one, I've been there, I've done it, right? So a lot of times people, they haven't, I've built businesses, I've sold them. I've been in corporate America. And more importantly, I feel like with my background in psychology and behavioral science, I can help them to really understand what are their gifts. So you have this many years of experience. What does that mean? Right. What lights you up? What are you passionate about? Mm -hmm. Like really looking at what is it that would make you happy and then helping them? Because a lot of times I'll go into a business and I ask, what's your vision? And they give me a mission statement. (laughs) Getting clarity. Right? What is it that you actually want? What is that measurable target? You know, for your business, do you want to be a hundred fifty million dollar business by twenty twenty eight? That's a vision, right? Looking at uh, if it's personal, right? I want to be a business owner in twenty twenty five. That's a vision, that measurable target. That's how our brain works. It needs a target. Sure, sure. So, getting them very clear on what they want, then creating a strategy for them to get there. And even going deeper, who do they need to be in order to create that vision? Because if they were already it, they would have already accomplished it, right? So what are the behaviors, habits, beliefs, values, what does that need to look like in order to achieve the vision that they're going after, whether it be their professional business vision or their own personal?
0: So what is that dynamic that comes into play, I would imagine, when you have an executive and one wants to stay on the corporate path and hopefully keep climbing if they can, if there's a glass ceiling, who knows? And then the other person may discover that he or she, after having been there and worked their way up to the C-suite, discovers they want to become an entrepreneur. How How do you deal with that dynamic? I'm curious.
1: Well, we have both. So, and I definitely have people that they want to learn how do I, especially women, A lot of times it's, I want to ask for what I want, right? Women are typically, if you ask a man, well, I just heard this the other day, and it's a, say you're looking at a job posting and a man, you know, a woman looks at she's like, oh, I've got about 90% of what they're asking for, but I don't know if it's enough. Maybe I shouldn't apply. A man looks at the same job posting. He's like, I got 25% of what they're asking for. I got this. Right. So it's just such a different mindset. And, you know, women typically they underplay their accomplishments. We're taught to be humble. And so so many times those are the people that are coming to me saying, I want to break that ceiling, as you mentioned. How yeah. do I do? That? Right. Yeah. And then the other times and we I have a lot. I mean, I just had an attorney. I worked with her for about six months mm. and her father died. And she said, you know what? I'm 40 years old. I don't want to be an attorney. I never wanted to be an attorney. I did that for my dad. Yeah. It's really supporting and finding what is it? And she recognized she wanted to be a business owner. She wanted to be an entrepreneur. And so she started a yoga studio. She now has three of them. Oh. It's just, so it. it's just really, the process isn't necessarily different. Hmm. It really, the vision could be different, the strategy could be different, yeah. but really we're we're all humans. Our brain works in only a certain amount of patterns, and there are all things that we need to deal with when we want to create change in our life. Absolutely. Whether that be moving to another position or becoming an entrepreneur.
0: So I would imagine that, for lack of a better word, that some of these C-suite executives are perhaps dialed into either bad advice or the wrong direction, or they don't know where to turn or who to turn to yeah. to deal with these challenges, what bugs you the most when you sort of look out into the corporate arena, into the marketplace, the sandbox that you're playing in? Is there something that kind of bothers you that gets under your skin in terms of the mindset of these folks? What are, What are your thoughts around that?
1: Well, one thing I will say is the old saying, it's lonely at the top. Yeah. So a lot of times C-suite executives, male or female, when I'm talking to them, they don't have a peer group. They really don't have anyone to talk to. And a lot of times their close group of friends, they haven't. they haven't accomplished what they have. Mm-hmm. So they really don't. And so it's so very important for them to have Really cleared counsel. Yeah. Right. So, counsel that doesn't have anything to do with their success, the okay. decisions that they make, right? They're completely separate from their life and their business. Yeah. It's someone that has accomplished what they want to do already that they can talk to. Because the worst, when you're in it, it's so hard to see it. It's almost like you're in a vacuum. Yeah. Right. You can't see things clearly. And so then the hard part is when you're watching someone and they're making decisions and they're self-sabotaging, whether it be their business or anything, and they're just running off of patterns and they're not making decisions from a clear, objective perspective.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, Hey, listen, I worked in corporate America for 10 years. I was a corporate hotshot, but I realized that going back to your choice of words, fulfillment meant... And more importantly for me back in that time, and that was a long time ago, by the way, I realized that I wasn't, that, 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 I'll say it a different way. I discovered that there was more for me to do in the world than simply to help a company grow, that there was a bigger purpose for myself. So I would imagine that for some of these corporate folks, when they start hitting that brick wall or that point, and maybe it's when they you mentioned the, the age of 40, which sounds about right, that they're thinking, what do I want to do with the second half of my life? Am am I on the right path here, Brooke? Absolutely.
1: That is, in fact, I'm writing a book and it's called Is This All There Is? And it really is about my journey and the journey that I take the people that I work with through. And it's so, even though we are very different, right, we all have different experiences and thoughts. We're so very similar. There's not a lot that sets us apart. And so it's very easy once you've been through it to look and to support someone because they're going through some of the same things. They all have fears, fear of success, fear of failure, imposter syndrome, perfectionism. I mean, you and Nate, we're all dealing with it in certain ways, right? And so I feel like at that, to your point, second half of your life, a lot, of times just, a lot of us, myself included, just have that moment where it's like, ah, right. It's it should yeah. be different, but yeah. I have no idea what to do. Like, how do I? Because you've reached a level of financial security, you don't want to give up, or you've worked really hard for it. So, what does that look like? So, yeah, there's this very same
0: things. Exactly, because they become attached to the paycheck, they become attached to the benefits or whatever that is that they associate with having that job yet deep down inside they're miserable. They're not as happy. And that take, you know, they take that to their home life and on and on and on. So here's someone like you comes along and says, Hey, you may want to go into business for yourself. Hey, maybe you want to buy a franchise who knows, but there's fear right there because now all of a sudden they've never been there where Mm -hmm. they got to create the magic for themselves. You can't no longer work for the magic to happen for you. Make the magic happen for you. And that's where you come in because what I'm picking up about you, which I really love, from a branding standpoint, is you help them find their magic. You help them find that spark, that thing that, that probably got them into the corporate arena in the, in the, in the, in the first place and helped them climb the ladder. And now they've lost their way. And now here comes Brooke, right? And you're going to shine the light so that they can get to where they want to go. Isn't that cool? Yeah, absolutely. So so tell, tell, our, tell our viewers and our listeners about who is your ideal client, because there are probably people who are going to be tuning into this, Brooke. They're loving what you're saying, or they may know someone who's in that situation. Do you work with companies of a certain size? Are they in certain industries in terms of manufacturing, service, retail, and on and on and on? Do you work with people uh, of a certain gender, like more women versus males? Uh, Is there anything in terms of ethnicity or nationality? I mean, who are these folks, Brooke, that that you can really, really help?
1: So as far as from an executive coaching perspective, I primarily focus on women. Women from about the age of 38 to 60 who have reached a particular level of success. They're an executive, they're C-suite, they're an entrepreneur, business owner, right? And they're at a crossroads. Not sure. We've talked about that. Yeah. From a executive or from a consulting side, small to mid-sized business, I would say anything from about, you know, a million to 150 million in sales is probably our sweet spot Okay. on what we, you know, what we work with. Yeah. And with respect now, I was in a consulting firm for 16 years and we worked with multi-billion dollar companies. So I have experience in all of it.
0: <laughs> Are you, been- were you with one of the big four? I mean <laughs>
1: I was not. I was not.
0: <laughs> yeah. Actually, we were a small boutique
1: firm working in culture, leadership, and sales. Yeah. And we really worked with mid-sized to large organizations. I got you. So I've done it all. And this, to me, is fun. You can re- It's kind of the difference between driving a speedboat and a big freighter. You can make those shifts quickly. You can see the results fast. There's not as much red tape and, and all of that.
0: Yeah. So, yeah. And I'm glad you mentioned earlier about when you're working with these executives or even the entrepreneurial crowd, we have more in common than there are differences. Mm -hmm. So when you're working with, let's say, women, are you also working with women of color? Are you working with women from different ethnicities? I mean, what are your thoughts around that who may be tuning in?
1: It's any female, regardless of ethnicity. Yes. Or or
0: or nationality, right?
1: Nationality, anything? Yeah.
0: Yeah. Good for you. That's good. Mm-hmm. That's good. That's good. Very so, diverse. Very good. Diversity is important today. It really it is. is. Yeah. And and then you're also dealing with what, with the whole thing with the hybrid marketplace, workplace, I should say.
1: Absolutely. Where does that
0: come into play? right? Because because of the pandemic, everyone was working from home, right? We were all quarantined. And now companies are saying you got to come back. And some folks are like, well, wait a minute. I like working from my home. I mean, where, where, how, how does that affect what you do?
1: Well, it did a lot, especially when working with leaders um, that, you know, they didn't know how do I build the culture of my company? How do I engage my employees? How do I attract and retain them when I may or may not have actually met them physically? Yeah. Right. And how do we get them together? So it was a completely different dynamic. And now when you're looking at some employers are recognizing that, you know what, we are more effective, efficient, and productive when they get to work from home. So it's really offering even more flexibility. Some are keeping people at home. Some are bringing them back. Some are doing a hybrid of the whole thing. You can do a few days at home, wherever it makes sense. So I'm I'm obviously don't wish the pandemic on us again. And like the flexibility that companies are starting to have more of, it's not just one size fits all. This is the way we've always done it and all the way we're always going to do it. They're really looking at, you know what? Um, We're looking at our bottom line for the last few years. Not so bad. We might, you know, we may need to flex and flow on this. So,
0: Yeah, I like that. Awesome, awesome. Now, I would imagine with your background, your experiences, and on and on and on, you've got a ton of client success stories you could share. Is there one in particular that you could share with our audience today that you're particularly proud of?
1: Yeah, I would say one let me think. One particular executive and it's actually on my site we have we're doing a case study right now and we've got testimonials but really it was a person that was at a burnout, complete overwhelm, ready to just throw everything it was C-Suite. Very, this was in a larger company. I didn't work with a company. I worked with a particular individual. And really just looking at, I just want to, you know, marriage in a shambles. Um, You know, woke up looking at, you know what? I've given up everything for this and I am so unhappy, burned out and overwhelmed. I don't even necessarily know my kids. Yeah. Right. And really just that was, When I decided to write the book, I thought, you know what? I was there. This was my story. I, you know, at 34 years old, found myself on a, you know, corporate jet in preterm labor at eight months pregnant because I took a trip I shouldn't have. I risked my child's life for money. And it really was that was when I left corporate America and decided to go on my own and really get into personal development, psychology and all of that, because I recognized I didn't like who I was. My values were all askew. I didn't, you know, I was not living my values and I had to really reevaluate everything. And I was able to walk through the process that I went through for myself with this individual. Mm. And that was when I decided, you know what? We're not, none of us are male, female. It doesn't matter. Yeah, it's not that different. Yeah. Even, you know, I've worked with individuals that aren't in a C-suite that feel the same way. Yeah, So it really... We're all just trying to, my goal is to help people understand how their brain works so they can effectively make change and become someone who can create a life that they want to live. Oh, God bless you. Business or not.
0: God bless you for that. Now, for those who are tuning in and they love what they're hearing and they're connecting with you, they love the vibe, they love the, the, the energy and the whole thing. How can people connect with you? Tell us about your, your website, your URLs. You mentioned that you have a book. Tell our listeners exactly how they can connect with you. Um,
1: our website is brookmdukes.com. Okay. I am Brooke Dukes on every social media outlet. So that is very simple. <laughs> and book will be out in August. And we're going to have an event in September. All of that will be on the website.
0: Woohoo, what's the name of the book going to be? or the is? Book,
1: It's a working title, but I believe it's going to be Is This All There Is?
0: Okay, very nice. I like that. Is that, I, oh my God, is this all there is? Exactly. See, that, <laughs> I didn't even know the name of your title of your book. And that's what I went through. There yeah. must be more right. to me than simply working in some corporate environment and branding, right? You know, <laughs> anyway. I get it. I get it. So are you in your socials? So it's Brooke with an E, right?
1: Yes. Brooke with an E. My social is Brooke Dukes, D-U-K-E-S. And then my website is Brooke M. Dukes.
0: Awesome. Awesome. Okay. That's great. And are you on LinkedIn? I am. Okay. Good. Okay, <laughs> Everything is under Brooke M. Dukes. Okay. We got it. Okay. Nice, nice. Nice. So before we sign off, is there one last thing that you would like to say to the people who are hearing you <clears throat> tuning in and connecting with you.
1: Sorry, excuse me, allergies are getting me. Um, <laughs> I would just like to say everyone deserves to find what lights them up. Everyone deserves to live their purpose and to be happy and fulfilled. And that even if 51% of the population were able to do that, the world would be different. Sorry. Okay. Yeah.
0: All right. Anything else? I know you're all choked up. We're all choked up here, bro. <laughs> Okay. No, you're that's a. that's a great note to end our discussion on because it's all about looking to the rainbow and looking to the skies to find out exactly why you are here and what your purpose is and to not settle and to know there. There is a better way. And I just want to acknowledge you for the work that you are doing to provide these folks that candle, that flashlight to guide them through that tunnel, to let them know that whatever their storm is that they're going through or the flames that you that they're facing, that there's always hope and glory on the other side. And that's my that's my perspective about you from a branding standpoint. That you that. Have a un- oh, you're welcome. <laughs> Thank you, that you have a unique ability to do that. So thank, thank you so again nice. for being here. I appreciate you and the amazing work that you do. And I wish you nothing but continued success.
1: Thank you so much for having me.
0: You're welcome. And to our listeners and viewers out there, this is Jerry Foster, the Big Branding Guy, also known as the Branding Evangelist, signing off. Take care. Jerry Foster here. Thank you so much for listening to my Brand Forward Leadership Podcast. Now, if you, if you are a successful service-based entrepreneur yourself and you've got amazing expertise, I mean services, skills, talents, and abilities that you offer through your company or yourself and you've been in business for five, 10 years or more and you would like to be a guest on this program, I would love to have you simply visit jerryfosterbranding.com forward slash brand forward leadership forward slash apply. And I will certainly check you out and get to know you and so on and so forth. Now, let me just add a couple of other things. Number one, if you got something out of this interview, would you share this episode on social media for me? And if so, just do a quick screenshot with your phone and text it to a friend or post it on your socials, okay? And number two, if you know someone that you feel would be a great guest, someone that I should meet and connect with and so on and so forth, tag them on social media to let them know about the show and include the hashtag brand leadership because I love seeing your posts. I love guest suggestions. That's how we all grow. That's how we all connect and make it through this world which are through our relationships and our connections. And lastly, let me throw this in. We are regularly putting out new episodes and content. I'm always on the lookout for not only great guests, but great content. And so therefore, because we're always putting great new stuff out, juicy stuff, make sure you don't miss any episodes in the future. So please go ahead and subscribe. And I also love what I love. Support, I love love. <laughs> so, your thumbs up ratings and reviews go a long way to help promote the show and mean a lot to me and my team. So, if you can find it in your heart to go ahead and show me that kind of support and love, I would really appreciate it. And on a second note, if you would like to know more about me, the work that I do. Simply go to my website at jerryfosterbrandy.com, or follow me on LinkedIn or Facebook at Jerry or Instagram at Jerry Foster Big Brand Man. Okay, Jerry Foster Big Brand Man. Again, thanks for listening. Until we see you the next time. Take care.